It is a three-hour program. What do you say we move into hour number three? And what do you say we started off by reminding you that I am Jim Rome. I am in Southern California. Maybe you saw the national news. We led the national news this weekend because of our weather. How weird is that? How ironic is that? Southern California leading the national news because of their bad weather. Very weird. Just saying. All right, telephone number is toll-free, 1-800-636-8686. If you want to hit me up on social media, I'm all for it. Hit me at, at Jim Rome. If you're one of those old-school types and you want to email me, you can. Rome, R-O-M-E, at habitate.com. We are coming up on March, right around the corner, so it is that time. We are joined by the head basketball coach at St. Mary's. 22nd season there. He is the all-time winningest coach in program history. He is a four-time WCC Coach of the Year. The WCC tourney, which I always like, is getting in away next Monday, March 6th in Las Vegas. Randy Bennett is my guest. Randy, always good to have you on. Nice to have you back. How are you? What's up, Romy? How you doing? Good, good, Randy. How you doing? How are things? Uh, things are great. I can't believe it's been this many years. I remember when I was in SoCal, you're just getting started. I'm telling you, Randy, it's, it's so it is so weird. I'm having that conversation with more and more people the longer I've done this. It is so true. Time does fly. I mean, you've been there 22 years. Does it feel like that to you? What does it feel like? <laughs> you know, when you're in it, you just it doesn't feel like that. It's been that long, but then you look back and you see all the the teams and the players and the memories and even just like I remember the first time I was on your show, it was my fourth year there, we made the tournament. Just little things like that, and you're like, wow, that was a while ago, but it's gone so fast, it doesn't seem like it's been that long. No, I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. It's like, I don't want to get too esoteric and too weird and too deep about it, but when you're in it, you're so locked in and then you look up and you know, part of me wants to say it's kind of depressing when you look up and you can't account for 10 years, but part of me wants to say if you're so in love with what you're doing and you put your head down, then that could happen, but I don't want to get too far off there. Let me ask you, you... No, exactly. You, you, you go, I, I agree exactly. It's exactly that. It's like, if you love what you're doing, you're passionate about it, you, just time flies. You're just immersed in it. So, anyhow. That's it. Randy Bennett joining us. All right, so you know you're going to get Gonzaga's best shot, especially since you beat them on February 4th. What did you take away from this game? They got you this time. Were there some benefits, although you fell short in Spokane? What did you make of the way your guys showed up? Well, the first thing, the first takeaway is how lucky we are in our where we're at to have a rivalry like that. I mean, it's, it's an unbelievable, probably the as good as there is in the country as far as an atmosphere. I mean, you are in there. I think that crowd was their biggest crowd they've ever had. They've, they've sold that thing out for like 20 years. But that's what the atmosphere was like. And like When they came down and played at our place, our place seats 3,500. There's probably 4,000 in there. It was the same thing there. Just to get to play in those kind of games in college basketball, there's just not that many of them. So it was, that was pretty awesome. It makes you better. I mean, you find it's hard for young kids to play there. We've had some guys that first that are starters first two years, or when they're young, they don't even score there. And so it is. It makes you tougher. It makes you better. It'll help us down the road. So we're playing in that game, and then we were a little, <laughs> we were a little overwhelmed early and turned it over against press and got down which you don't want to do against them, but 
we got it under control. We had two turn, three turnovers second half, and we got back in the game. And I think we got it down a five point game. But they are good. Timmy was a beast. Uh, we have to do a better job there. Uh, hopefully, we get to play him again in the uh, in the conference tournament. But we have work to do before that. But uh, yeah, my takeaways were we have to do a better job on Timmy, and we have to take care of the ball. He is a monster. Randy Bennett joining us. You know, the, the the point that you make about, you know, you have a building that has 3,500 people and you had 4,000 in there when they came to your place. And when you go there to deal with them, that's a really hostile environment, a really difficult place to play. And when you've got young guys who have never been exposed to that, man, of course they're going to struggle. I think, Randy, it's kind of like when I was in college at UC Santa Barbara and we had the Thunderdome, we didn't have like a max capacity place either, but it was always a really tough place for others to come into. But then we play UNLV and UNLV UNLV was like the Gonzaga at the time. UNLV was a team that was winning national championships, and it was kind of a similar thing, right? You go to Thomas and Mac, and they've got 15,000 people there, and they're like an NBA team already. I mean, do you see kind of a similar analogous situation into what you're saying? Oh, no question. And, I, you know, I was around when, the, when uh, UC Santa Barbara and UNLV was just, I mean, they were going undefeated. They were winning national championships, and they were the show. But you can't simulate it. Somebody asked me, hey, did right. you turn on, turn on music and stuff at practice to simulate it? I'm like, no, nah, that's not going to get it. It's, they are, you walk out on the court before the game, and I tried prepping our, we have a real good freshman, Aiden Mahaney, I tried prepping him before the game. I'm like, you better be focused when you go out there for warm-ups an hour and a half early. Because they are going to be there, and they are going to start working, getting in your head, getting you distracted. And uh, it's just, you you can't prepare them for it. The only way to prepare for it is to have done it. And so as you have gone through it, you're, you get more experienced and more mature about handling it all. But you better be, be able to really, you better be a really good competitor mentally and be able to compartmentalize and and focus on what you're trying to do, not all the distractions in there. You can't hear anything. So, like, yelling, you know, calling plays, things like that, you can't. It's just different. As a coach, it's different. It's really different as a player. And then they make a little run, and you just constantly have to keep your composure, which we didn't do a great job the first half. But it's it's what makes you good playing in those against those kind of teams in those environments is what makes it gives you a chance to be really good. Randy Bennett joining us. I love that notion that <laughs> just pump some music in and then therefore you can emulate how hostile the environment is. Yeah, that's not how that works. I'm glad you mentioned Aiden. I was going to ask you, he's your freshman guard who is your leading scorer. I think he's made a really solid case for being the conference freshman of the year. He's a local product who decided to stay in the Bay Area to play. So you knew he was good. Did you know he was this good? And did you see him having this kind of impact in year one? I did see him having this kind of impact, like a I thought he'd be a double digit guy as a freshman. I because that's what he can really do well. I, I saw him all the way up, even through COVID when my my son was on his team all the way up and they played the same high school program. So I was able to watch him throw it. So I've seen him play so many times. I I know how he's wired. I know that, I knew that he's a good competitor. He's better than just this uh skinny guard that can shoot. He's way more than that. He's 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 
He's kind of got the it factor, and I knew that he won state championships. He, he only won. He only lost one playoff game in his four years of high school, which this, there's a lot to be said for that. Um, but he, uh, I didn't know. I'd be lying if I said that. Hey, I thought he would be this good this early. I thought he'd be good, but he's been. He's been uh, for a freshman. I mean, he's got. He's got to have. I don't know. He's going to be top ten or fifteen freshman in the country as far as what you know what he's done on a good team. He's been our leading scorer on a twenty-five win team. So he is. Uh, he's done a little better than I thought he would. But it's not like oh, wow, this was shocker. I didn't know this guy was good. Right. Like right. Randy Bennett joining me. So you mentioned a twenty-five win team. You know how it is. Like I'm a West Coast guy, and I've talked to you for so long, so I know what you're about. I know what that program's about. I know what the conference is about. But nationally, when you think about the WCC, it always seems to center on just the one team, Gonzaga. I mean, understandable in the sense that Mark Few has built an absolute monster there. But given what you've accomplished at St. Mary's, given what Santa Clara has done, they've won 23 games this year. Given how much improved LMU is, is the conference getting the credit and respect it deserves beyond Gonzaga? Probably not. It's gotten better, but probably... Probably not, but we're always listed seven, eight, or nine as far as conferences in men's basketball because of you know because of the net and how it the number it spits out for our conference. But it's getting better. Um, the the problem with Gonzaga is they still still all the thunder because of how elite they've been in over seven or eight years. I think they've been ranked number one in the country for like six of those eight years and they've gone to two final fours and gone to national two national championships. So I get it, but there's some other stuff going on in our league that kind of goes under the radar a bit. I would, you know, I think what we've accomplished has a little bit. And as you said, Santa Clara has, uh, Herb's done a great job. They quietly, they've been really good the last couple of years. So, and they'll, they get their guys back. They'll be really good again next year. So, they, uh, they, and then Loyola Marymount has had a good year. BYU is a good program. So our leagues, we have to keep pushing. Guys have to keep kicking in resource-wise. And if you want to compete in, you know, to play for a at-large bid, you, I mean, you have to kick in resources. And I think other teams in our league have started doing that. I think us, BYU, and Gonzaga have been doing it. For a little bit longer, but if you're gonna, if you want to be getting that conversation, you're gonna have to. I think some other schools have started figuring that out. So, Randy, one last thought: if you wanted some big time, big time resources, even more so, and you have a commitment, but even more so, you could have found them. You know, much like I've talked to you for years and years, I've been talking to Mark Fuse since he got that job, and it seemed like Randy for like for the first ten years, I'd say like, well, you know, Mark. You know, Mark, if you want to go win a national championship, and at first he was kind of good-natured about it, and then he got sick of the question, and then I stopped asking it because it's, it's very clear he could achieve every single dream without leaving where he is. I could argue the same thing about you, or I could put to you in the form of a question. I mean, you've done a great, great job at St. Mary's, but you could have left. You've been approached. I mean, every time a high-profile job opens up, your name comes up. What is it about that school and that program that has made you want to stay for nearly a quarter of a century? <laughs> it's a great question. One, probably the biggest is I'm happy. 
and don't mess with happy. So I'm happy here. They've done a lot to make it where I can stay here and have a chance to play at the highest level. So Gonzaga is a good gauge, what they've done there. And if they can do what they've done, then we can do that as well at St. Mary's. It's just you have to get good players, and and you have to have – you have to have the resources and you have to have an administration that is a hundred percent on board as far as, you know, trying to just some decisions don't cost money. Some decisions are just a commitment. We're going to, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We want our men's basketball program to be as successful as they can, you know, within, without going low character or, or cutting corners or anything like that. So as long as those things are in place, I mean, it, the the other factor is once you're here at a place, it becomes your home. It becomes your place. You have a lot of equity in the program. You have players coming back. You you watch their kids grow up. I can't put a price tag on that, but it's worth a lot. Like it's it's just kind of your family, your home. And when you jump around, if you go you go to a place and you're there five or six years, then you bolt because of the things you said, um, or because you don't think you can take it any further there, it's different. Like, that isn't your home. That's a place you coached for five or six years and then moved on. But I think what Mark has and uh, what I've been able to get here is, is different. And I, I do think it's a, it's, a way to, it's a way to have a really successful program. There's a lot of coaches that have very successful programs who have done the same. And then there's – a lot that have jumped around, and and it's not the same. And then there's a lot that have jumped around that have had success, and that's kind of the way they're built, and they like that. But I'm not here to judge anybody. I guess to each their own. I agree. I think, though, what you just said, Randy, that makes the most sense, and you're not the first one to say it, but I love it every time I hear it, don't mess with happy. Don't mess with happy. It's such a great, great point. St. Mary's is having another great year. We're talking about a four-time WCC Coach of the Year. The WCC tourney does get underway next Monday, March 6th in Vegas. And not to get too cheesy about the whole thing, but I know what you're saying when you say, listen, I built this thing and people come back. I've done this thing long enough that you could start the interview and saying, you know what, I can't believe how long we've been doing this. And it always means something to me when somebody I'm talking to says that. It's happening more and more. It always makes me feel good. So, Randy, great to have you on. You know I appreciate the relationship. Good luck in the postseason. And hopefully we'll do it again soon. Likewise. You're a legend, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. You too, Coach. You too. Randy Bennett joining us. Love that. Bennett. And again, a damn good coach at a really good program who could have left any number of times but never did because, quote, don't mess with happy. And I know we can contend for big things right where we are. I love that. And I'm getting a real kick. If you listen to this show, aren't you hearing more and more of that? Like, yo, Rome, how long have we done this? Or I'll start an interview with, hey, Tom Izzo, how long have we done this? And these relationships mean the world. I love it. And I I love that guys remember. It's cool. It's fun. All right, so when we come back, but not you clones. A lot of you clones. It's not like, yo, man. You, you got me through a tough time. It used to be like that. It used to be, you know, Rome, thanks. You got me through a real tough time. And I was like, yo, Rome, remember that tough time that baby Jessica went through? N- no, I, I don't. I don't. Hey, Rome, remember that, that really tough thing that Mama Cass tried to overcome? That ham sandwich lodged in her esophagus. Remember that, Rome? 
Well, yes, but what's that got to do with you, me, or anything else? And your take is always, she didn't choke on a salad. That, that, that doesn't make it better. Randy Bennett saying, I remember talking to you for the first time when I was in my fourth year. Makes it better. That's cool. You know what I'm trying to say, clones. You're, you're not trying to fix it. Now I'm just beating my head up against a wall. All right, when we come back. Nobody likes I told you so, but I told you so. I knew we'd have a good show. Well, at least I knew I would do my job. Uh, at least I knew the XR4TI would do its job. You clones, it's not too late. It's not too late to finish strong, salvage something, win a couple of rounds late, step it up. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That is why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives that are available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. Go to the phones in a minute. At Smackleford tweets, for the last time, clones, stop with the Hall and Oates resets. I can't go for that. Signed, Rome. No can do. When I say no can do, I mean Rome sending Rome tweets. From at Smackleford, why would I send myself a tweet when I can just say what I want to say? I don't read my own tweets, and they certainly don't come from the account at Smackleford. Almost got me there, Smackleford. You almost had me thinking that I said that. And one more, King. I can't say how funny it is to see the title favorite Mavs blow a 27-point edge to the surging Lakers. Poor cry re. The earth ain't nowhere near as flat as this dog's career arc. The fools that keep being seduced by his talent somehow missed his last five years of cancerous destruction. Carry on, suckers. It's hilarious. Fast Eddie in the 315. Eddie, you are fast, dude. You are. You're speed of the light, Eddie. Speed of the light, Eddie in the 315. Good take. Well written. Well done. Let's go to the phone, see what's up. Oh, didn't see that coming. Did not see that coming. Let's go to Portland. Let's go to James. Let us go to James in Portland. James, my man, what's going on? Hey, my man, and Alby, brother. There may be a V in the fee. But you'll always be the P and the V. And not to start on a negative note, not to make light of a horrible situation going on with the Alabama basketball program, but I mean, come on. Who in their right mind thinks a pregame pat-down is a good idea? Oh, wait, the entire athletic department of Alabama. And I love the response by the head coach. He might as well just come out and said, dude scores 30 a game and isn't going anywhere. Keep it classy, Bama. Now, on a positive note, how about the main man, Damian Lillard? Dude makes a 60-foot three look like a lay-in, not to mention just pure class on and off the court. And don't fall out of your seat, Jimmy, a role model for my son. Not only are NBA players jealous of Dame's game on the court, but they're more jealous of Dame Dalla's ability to spit rhymes on the mic. 
dude can flat out rhyme. And I'm not sure if you saw how they recreated the Wilt Chamberlain picture with Dame holding up a sign with the number 71 on it. For fun, Jimmy, can you add Alvia's sign with the number 71 on it? That way all of, it can, all of us in the jungle can guess if it means something like how many kids he has or how many times he performed coitus over the weekend. And finally, Jim, to wrap this baby up, did you say there was a ladies' line for female callers back in the day? Well, Alvy has a ladies' line today, and it's just women standing in line waiting to hop on the Deloro Thunder Stick. Come on! That's not a good call. No. You don't like that call. I don't like that call. Not a very good call. <sighs> James, my man. Not okay. <laughs> James, my man, you kind of hooked me with the straight take. This, no, no. You kind of hooked me with the serious take, then the straight take, but I knew ultimately you'd get to Alvin and how many times you could speculate that he had coitus this weekend. I thought that could have been the come on. come on. But then I knew you had something better in you and you delivered. You did not disappoint. Avi, how did you not run him at P and the V? Maybe you secretly like him hyping you up as the sexual god that you are. Alvin's like, dude, I just didn't understand where he was going with that until two lines later, and by then it was too late. You could always run him retroactively. You could have run him two lines later, and then we would have avoided the ending line. All right, so again, I'm going to have a little conversation with you all. Actually, none of you, but the XR4TI. What the hell do we do with this guy? Like, I love him, but he gets run every single time. And has gotten me in trouble. But I want to put him in the smack off. But is that not the most hypocritical thing ever? Rome, how, how he's holding a golden ticket. And notice we haven't snatched that back yet. How do you explain this guy being in receipt of a golden ticket yet getting run every time he calls, and I haven't snatched it back. Even I can't explain or refute the hypocrisy in that. No, there's no, Alvin, to be fair, there's no conspiracy in that. That is straight hypocrisy. I gave this guy a golden ticket, which only goes to people that are good enough to get into the smack off, but he can't get through a single phone call without getting cut off. Because he's irresponsible, dangerous, and reckless. He's like Mav, but never saves the day. But I want him, I want to be in the cockpit with him when it all goes down. Day of the smack off. What do I do with this guy? I want him in the smack off. I'll admit it. I want James. Can you imagine if this is what he does whenever he calls during the regular season? What would he do on the biggest stage, the Super Bowl of this show, if this is what he does? Unfortunately, James, you're built more for the podcast than the daily. I, I don't know. I don't know what to do with him. I just know this. Notice you're not hearing that song in reverse. He still has a golden ticket. I, I don't know. I mean, dude, you, you would call the day up, right? He's one of the rare guys or gals that I see on the call screen that I perk up for. 
No offense, callers, it only happens a few times a year. If the BIC calls, I'm feeling that. If James in Portland calls, I'm feeling that. If Rick in Buffalo calls, I'm feeling that. Hell, V, I'm almost going to give you that status, but not quite. Come on! As I mentioned, we led the world news coverage over the weekend. Our weather in SoCal was gnarly. Gnarly. Got a little sunshine, but it's coming back. All right, so something else I want to talk about was Dame. He's right about Dame. I love Dame. I love, I love Dame. And Dame can spit rhymes. Dame not only can spit rhymes, he's not good for an athlete. He's just good, period. Extremely well-respected. Unbelievable on the floor. Even better off of it. And notice Dame has never demanded out of Portland. Dame wants to win a championship in the worst way possible, but he wants to win it where he is. I can't say how much I respect that. The guy doesn't sit in the corner and pout when things don't go his way. He doesn't whine. He doesn't run to the media. He doesn't play GM. He doesn't try to get the coach broken off. He doesn't peddle conspiracies or try to tell us the earth is flat. He doesn't use burner accounts on Twitter. Rarely complains to the refs during games. This guy is one of the easiest guys ever to respect, admire, and like in the entire association. And everybody who knows, knows that. Everybody in the game knows that. This guy's amazing. But to get any love, he's got to do something crazy once in a while. And every once in a while, the dude does do something crazy. And the, the background behind last night and him going off was him telling his teammates reportedly before, like, hey, guys, you're not doing enough. We need to show up with a certain energy. We need to show up with a certain sense of urgency. It's not too late. We've made runs late when nobody thought we could. We're still in this thing. Look at the West. Look at how it's bunched up. You get hot at the right time. You get the right seating. You can go on a run. You can do damage. But only if we start right now. Only if you show up with a sense of urgency right now. So it's one thing for this guy to say that, but it's another to tell his team that and then go out and go off for 71. So in effect, as always, leading from the front. In effect, as always, never asking anybody to do something that he's not already doing himself. He's one of the all-time great leaders. One of the great guys. An amazing guy in the community. An amazing guy in the locker room. An amazing guy on the floor. I mean, I can't say enough about Dame. I love him. Respect him so much. And respect, and again, I'm not here to crack. I was never one of those guys that cracked LaFib for jumping or KD for jumping. Hey, man, they've got the power. They've got the ability to flex, and they've got player movement on their side. Why not? The owners always do what's best for them. Why not? I'm fine with it. But notice Dame never did that. Dame didn't do that. Dame hasn't done that. And if anybody could, Dame could. And Portland, believe me, they would accommodate him because of what he's meant to that franchise and what he's meant to that community. And he's not abandoning that ship. He's not abandoning that fight. The guy's still there fighting and still good. Really good. 
This is Dame on the plane. Hey. Dude just sits down and knocks that out. He's stuck in a blizzard on a plane. Everybody's pissed off. And this dude's like, it's all right. I'm inspired. Let me hit a few rhymes about what's going on right now when we're stuck on this plane, on this tarmac for seven hours. You talk about making the most of your time. What are the rest of us doing when we're stuck on a plane? I, I won't do this because I know how bad it goes. But most people I know when they're stuck on a plane go right to the phone and start crying on social. Not Dame. Dame creates. Dame creates. That's why that dude's different. He's always been different. Where he went to college, how he got out, how he got to the pros, what he did with the opportunity, how he leads, how he gives back, how he never forgot where he's from. One of my favorites. Love the guy. How's that, Portland? How's that, Amber? Enough respect on his name? James! James, my man, what is your fascination with Alvin's love life? Break. All right. Alvin, my man, we need a break. It is time to answer your Ask the Post question where you clones get to submit a question at cbssportsradio.com slash Ask the Pros. It is sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Jimmy Jim, which lady clone is the voice of the War Lady Clone sound drop? War Lady Clones. Brenton PC, good question. It is Cheryl in Austin, right? And it comes from this, and if I'm not mistaken, way back in 2010. Hey there, Nezrin, not Mezrin. Every time you call Jay Stu, just keep talking about Jackson. Then you know you'll get through. Keep talking about Jackson. Jackson's what you know. Go back to Jackson with Philip, Reggie, and Bo. Well, you could talk about Michael, or you could talk about Joe. Just keep talking about Jackson. Jackson's why you're on this show. Go back to Jackson. It's your jungle fame. Keep talking about Jackson. Jackson's your only game. Just because you made the smack off, don't think your stick is fun. You didn't talk about Jackson. That's the reason you got run. Get back to Jackson. Jackson Brown works too. Stick with the Jackson. Jackson is all you do. War Lady Clones. Oh, that's incredible. Like, Brenton PC, you rarely do anything that's even good. I am so glad you asked that question. I had totally forgotten about that phone call. So the background on that, Cheryl and Austin, she made that. That was her smack off call, right, Alvy, or no? That, that's what got her into the smack off. That was, I think she was running the smack off because how are we going to top that? 
But that was some lady-on-lady clone crime. Lady-clone-on-lady-clone crime. There was a gal named Mezrin in the OC. Before we were in the OC. And Mezrin was always talking about Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. And Cheryl was saying, what are you doing talking about? I mean, the whole point of the song was stick to Phil Jackson. Jackson. That was amazing. I think Cheryl was mad, if I recall, because Mezrin actually got an invite to the Smack Off. Keep in mind, this was some 13 years ago. And Cheryl and Austin composed that tune and went with it. That was really good. Cheryl also went after Vic back in the day. This is for you, victim in NoCal. I guarantee that I will place higher in the final standings than you, victim. And you can write it down. War lady clones. So Cheryl was a thing back in the day, calling out victim in NoCal. And then she got into the smack off. And I love the female representation, except when she finally did get in in 2010, it did not go very well for her. Alvi, Alvi goes, I don't have that. That's how badly it went for her. Alvi doesn't even have it. She got run. She got run. But that song about Mezrin was great. I don't know what happened to either one of them. I don't know what happened to Mezrin. Or Alvi, was it Nezrin? It was either Nezrin or Mezrin. It was Mezrin, not Nezrin. Jackson? In the O.C., and Cheryl had a thing about her. I think you have to understand. So, Brent, way to go. Bill in Syracuse, no doubt. He's still confused. Nezrin, not Mezrin, because she was my first. These clones should be put on blast till they burst. Clones who spew liquids on keyboards and laptops. Clones who wear jerseys and costumes no at tour stops. Clones who think Rachel in Houston's a guy. This is Andrew Perloff with an Odyssey Sports Minute. This is Andrew Perloff no with a CBS Sports Minute. No more cherries. A report came out no today more that the, Mac. Just give a me report a came out today that the Chicago yeah. a report came out today that the Chicago Bears are looking to trade the number one pick in the draft. Mac. That presumably means they're committed to third-year quarterback Justin Fields. And why wouldn't they be? He's one of three quarterbacks in history to run for over 1,000 yards. His passing needs work, but he's only 23 years old. Maybe if there was a sure thing in this year's draft, the Bears would think twice. But Fields is arguably as good as any of these prospects, so of course the Bears are open for business. The only problem is we don't know if there's a good enough player for anyone to want to trade up for. I'm Andrew Pearl. Say goodnight now. Say you're out now. Please just go away. But tell me just one thing before I take off. How does my ass taste today? War lady clones. Incredible. I I had forgotten how amazing she was. Larry, what I just played is so much better than anything you have ever done or could ever hope to do. War lady clones. And I have no idea what happened to her. Cheryl and Austin, I don't know if she did not call after that flame out in the smack off, but you want to do a parody. You want to sing on the show. That's how you do that. Incredible. Wow. What happened to her? Good job, Alvin. We're going to pull that out of the archive. 
Good job. Good effort. That's Cheryl in Austin if you need her. Brent in PC. Brent, you made it better. Somehow, some way, a miracle. He said, who is the lady clone who is the voice of War Lady Clones? That is a great question. Great question. War Lady Clones. Speaking of Lady Clones, hi, Jim. Did your bocce court get covered in snow this weekend? Thanks, Bella B. In Calgary. No, we did not get snow where we were. But there was snow in places of SoCal that you should not see snow. Victim is in. His reaction was, quote, victim won the smack off that year while Cheryl flamed out. So much for her guarantee. Thank you, victim. That was his one strap, 2010. That was. What else? I've got time. Anybody else want to come in with some reaction? Carl and Prescott. Of course we know why Dame remains in Portland. It's because of us. Regards, Portland woman. That's not why. D and the T-U-C. James, James, James. Amazing. Wore the Deloro Thunderstick. Jamie in Green Bay. Question. The greatest to never finish a call? Undoubtedly. Avi, do you... I mean, it's a better question for Stuck, not than you. Has James ever finished a call? Has he ever not been run? <laughs> no, I mean that. Look at this guy. This is some of the worst grammata, or grammatica. This is some of the worst Martin grammatica I've ever seen. This is some of the worst grammar I've ever seen. If James is wrong for being runned, R-U-N-N-E-D. If James is wrong for being runned, then I don't want to be right. Well, dude, you're not right. James Kelly cannot believe how jacked your grammar is. If if he's runned, are you N-N-E-D, runned? I, I think I've seen every misspelled word ever, every misuse of grammar ever. I don't think I've ever seen somebody who was runned. Run his ass down. Stucknut says, you gave James a golden ticket with a special smack-off exemption. So you can't rip it. Really, Nut? Now, hey, Nut, I know you're Nut. I know you've chronicled the show for a quarter century. I know you know more about the show than I do. But are you really telling me what I can and can't do? I, I think that even if, in fact, I did do that, and I would say to you, I don't know if I did do that, but if you say that I did that... Then I did. You would know better than me. But I'm here to tell you, I can do whatever the hell I please. Hey, Stucknut, you just got runned. Run his ass down. Ah. For the ones who get it done, Granger is offering supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call or click Granger.com or just stop on by. My thanks to... Sam Monson, PFF's lead NFL analyst. Randy Bennett, love the way he showed up. St. Mary's. Big day tomorrow. Lots to get done. My thanks to the XR4TI. Thank you for listening and not getting runned. See you tomorrow. We're out.